Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. It is Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. And residents, farmers from the Rocklands area of Nelson Mandela Bay, are up in arms over the state of their roads. They say the roads are cracking and breaking, there are potholes, road signs are non-existent, and in what they say is a desperate bid to get municipal services, they now plan a full-scale protest. Before we speak to them, we catch up with the Executive Mayor of Nelson Mandela Bay, Executive Mayor Gary Fanikirk, thank you for your time. Mr Mayor, are you aware of this specific incident and the grievances? Good morning, Darren. Thanks for this opportunity to reply. Darren, I use that road quite often, um, the back road to Utnay, the Rocklands Road, and I'm aware of the challenges, uh, the potholes and so forth. I will be engaging our uh, roads and transport uh, department, the uh, ED, and as well as the MMC. Um, what I can tell people is um, those the, the residents of uh, Rocklands probably use, um, uh, use Mission Road and they use the Seaview Road as well. And those roads were also in a terrible state up until very recently. And um, if you go down those roads now, those roads are not perfect. But what I can tell you is that there are no potholes anymore. Um, So that is what we're going to do with the Rocklands Road as well. I'll be talking to all the relevant uh, road players. I need to find out if that road is a, a municipal road or provincial road, and then we'll take it from there. Mr. Mayor, maybe some advice for residents from your office. Protest is usually a last resort for them. They say that they've exhausted all the avenues that they were told to follow in order to bring their grievances to light. When residents face service delivery issues like this, what advice could you give them? How can they get service delivery? And what's the quickest and most effective way to get that done? Yes. Um, if they say they have spoken to all the relevant role players already, um, look, they haven't spoken to the main re- uh, role player, which is myself. Um, I'm the one that's uh, held accountable. The buck stops with me uh, in the end. Uh, but what I can say, what I've read in the paper, is that um, they've spoken to other people since last year already. So I can understand the frustration um, and I empathize with them. But I know that's not good enough uh, for the residents of Rocklands. So... Um, what I read in the paper the other day, and I'm pleading uh, to the residents um, or the leadership of the, of, the, of the residents, is that give me two weeks. Let me see what I can do within two weeks. They, they said they were willing to give us two weeks in the article. So today being Wednesday, um, in another two weeks' time, let's see where we are by the 27th. I'm prepared to go to them, to go and address them, uh, to front up, to man up, and to uh, hold myself accountable, as well as the rest of the uh, roads and transport department. And I think there were some other challenges besides roads that we can, I can get all the complaints at one time, and I get all the MMCs and all the EDs of all those relevant uh, complaints, and then address them uh, to, at one go. So the short answer here is get in touch with the office of the mayor and uh, you'll get a direct response from him within two weeks. We'll put that to the organisers. Mr. Mayor, I know you've got a busy day. We appreciate you making yourself available once again. Thanks for joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines. You're most welcome, Darren. Thank you very much. Behind the Herald Headlines now catching up with Francois Blom. He is a spokesperson for the group of Rocklands farmers and residents who are up in arms over the state of their roads and in a desperate bid to get municipal services, they're planning a full-scale protest. Francois, thanks for joining us. Explain what the problem is and why it's got to this stage. The thing is, whenever you know there's rain and there's heavy traffic, and you have an immense bottle problem on this road, especially further onward as you go from Rocklands to St Albans, a recent storm really damaged 
the road surface there. Yeah, I think the, the, the problem here is, well, we don't get any services, refuse uh, uh, and things like that. We get rid of, we dispose of by burning. But the problem now comes for us is that the adjacent township called Area 11, Gungulusa, simply decided to start dumping their rubbish on my property. And it's even used as, as, as a toilet. People walk across the road to, you know, to relieve themselves. So, Francois, you're saying this problem is more than just um, the road surface and the road network that's fallen into a state of disrepair. It goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. Um, we relocated, my life partner and I relocated back to Eastern Cape in 2019. The farm that I'm living on has been in my family, I think, since the 60s. So... I am literally third generation, and we we once had fencing, there's no more fencing left. It's all been stolen. But people come from the township with dogs, plenty, about, and they come and hunt here. It's become a hunting ground. It, it, indigenous wood is being chopped out for firewood like, like mad. Um, and and, and it, it seems that it's, 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 a, it's an unstoppable wave of, of things that just batter you and you stand here and you don't know what to do. There's no help uh, from anybody. And whatever affects us, because what I, I like to call, I, I'd like to, I like to refer to my farm as a buffer farm, uh, because I sit next to the road and then behind me are other farms. So if this farm falls, then we are, then we're looking at, at the, the destruction, which is one of my main concerns, which I'm really worried about because we're seeing deforestation happening right in front of us and we can't do anything about it. Okay, so we're talking litter, we're talking road network, deforestation, possibly trespassing, possibly illegal hunting. Who have you raised these issues with so far? What channels um, have your group followed so far, Francois? Last year, um, during the July attacks, we were stuck on this farm for 25 days. Uh, we couldn't leave our house. Uh, friends begged me, just, just please go. And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not leaving my house. This is my home. I'm staying here. And um, it was the, an extremely dangerous situation. My shed was, for instance, was, was petrol bombed. We suffered, I think, four attacks in three days. Uh, okay, none of us were killed, but I mean, the, the trauma, uh, the trauma that that sure. had to come, uh, such these things in one's life was, it, 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 had, it had a huge impact on my, uh, I think, on my psychological uh, well-being. And as I said, we have been rezoned, our farms have been rezoned, we are now vacant land, and the price tag, the racing taxes price tag uh, connected to that is, is, is immense. Um, we are in no position to do any farming whatsoever on this property, and as, as, as anything you would try, like to try to do will just be our objects to be stolen. Franz, if I could just rewind, who have you addressed so far in terms of all these concerns that you list? We had a meeting last year in, I think, August, where the community got together with Eugene Johnson, the former mayor, and other members of the community. We spoke with Estelle Ellis of the Daily Maverick. She did an interview with me after the uh, attacks, and uh, yeah, so... There was some media exposure, but it's trying to, to get people to understand the risks of this area. It, it, it's just not going further. It's like we are hitting a wall somewhere and we can't get through to, to let people understand that we really need help. Fronto, we were able to catch up with the executive mayor of Nelson Mandela Bay, uh, Gary Fanikirk, a little earlier. 
And he has undertaken to, within two weeks, I see that uh, one of your members in a newspaper article, which can be found on heraldlive.co.za, said that they're giving the authorities two weeks to sort out the problems. Executive Mayor Gary Fanikok has said that two weeks from today would be the 27th of September. And if you were to address his office directly, he undertakes to engage with you directly. Would that assist? I think what we need to understand is we're dealing with politicians, number one. Um, but, but yes, they are the spokesperson or, or the spokespeople or, or for the people. So yes, any contact with a higher ranking official would, I think, be a step in the right direction. Despite it being a step in the right direction, one would like to see that some improvements are made. The problem I think, or I've been, or for we've been led to believe, is that but we are actually sitting in, in a metro with no money. So how do they address these issues if there is no money to address these issues with? Well, if you were to speak directly to the executive mayor right now, what is it that you would ask him to do for you right now? I would firstly ask him why would it be necessary for me to actually climb the mountain of admin to try and get this property rezoned to agricultural property as it was before, um, because why was it rezoned in the first place? Um, that's what I don't understand. So if you put yourself in that in, in, in somebody's shoes, you know you know exactly the, the red tape that one has to go through um, to, to obtain a resolution at the end of the day. Um, it was done by the municipality, and I believe that they should address this and, and, and sort it out. Um, it shouldn't be my prerogative to try and sort out what their mistake was in the first place. I think it's more a case of could you identify what the priorities are? Is it rezoning? Is it the roads? Is it vandalism? Is it deforestation? Rezoning, which means that 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 we pay well, that that we are so behind in rates and taxes, number one, and then also the illegal trespassing of of hunters, uh, the illegal trespassing, and making my farm illegal dumping ground. Um, I spoke with the police officer, I think the day before yesterday. Uh, car was stolen in front of Area 11 and I, I went over to him and I spoke to him and um, he, he told me that apparently um, my farm is like a hot spot for, for stolen vehicles. People come and park stolen vehicles. You know, I've got, we've, we've got 217 hectares. Uh, it's, not, it's not really possible to, to, to just see what is going on wherever on, on, on this property. Okay, so what would it take to uh, circumvent the planned protest by the farmers and residents in the Rocklands area, from your point what of view? What would it take? No, I think Mr. Tanikak had better get himself here so that we can discuss this. This is a serious matter. I mean, this is a busy road. It's used by, by Volkswagen, Estony, um, uh, uh, Intercape. All these big companies are using this road, and we've even heard uh, rumors of manganese trucks. Uh, you know, dodging the way bridge to uh, and, and using this road. So the traffic on this road is high and can't carry the amount of traffic that it's carrying at the moment. Well, Francois, we appreciate you sharing your concerns and the grievances of Rockland's farmers and residents. We do hope the issue resolves itself and you get satisfaction. Like I said, the executive mayor speaking to us earlier suggested direct contact with his office and he would be in touch within two weeks. I hope it's a good news story in the end. I hope so too. We really want to 
want a positive outcome. We try you know, from our side, so one does not want to live in animosity with those next to you. We, we just want peace and, 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 and we want respect for, for property. Everything is not just a free for all and, and that, is, that is what it's feeling like at the moment. We appreciate your time joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines today. Have a good day, Francois. Thank you so much, Darren. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.